It's me, Dan, from Harmontown. You can hear episodes of our show and 30 others before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. The TuneIn app is a free mobile audio app available across iOS, Android, and Windows. Podcast superfans get even more from their favorite shows. For four weeks, new episodes of Harmontown will be available a full 24 hours early, exclusively on TuneIn. Podcasts will release their new episodes early, including feral audio shows like Drinky Fun Time, Dome People Town, and Natural. Butte. Tune in is also full of content like live sports, news, music, and audiobooks. Get the next episode of Harmontown right now at the TuneIn app at tunein.com slash Harmontown. This week on the Mystic Party, Zach Perlman, Magic the Gathering, and all of the poop jokes you could ask for. Hit it, Ghost DJ. Welcome to the Mystic Party, the world's premier crypto psychology show. I am your host, Bria Grant, Southern California's leading psychic. And I'm your other host, Dr. Zane Grant, leader of the occult and professor of pyramid and Egyptian studies at University of Toronto. Well, great. And on the show today, we have Zach Perlman. Zach. Thank you for being here. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, it's so great to have you here on the Mystic Party. I know you're having a lot of trouble in your life right now, but we'll get to that later. Oh yeah, sure. We have a lot of things we like to cover before we talk about the guests. No, that's fine. My problems can wait. Oh good. Completely, you know, engrossed in them, and they're eating me alive. But let's okay. uh, let's wait and do something else. Okay, great. We like to start with other people's problems. We do. We like to start with a little segment we like to call "When a Stranger Has Problems." <laughs> Some unsolicited advice for strangers in paranormal news this week. Would you like me to start? You usually do. I like to start with the paranormal news stories. Zach, you can add in anything you want. Cool, great. As long as it's relevant. Mm. Well, then this comment about chili dogs is going to make zero sense. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Big news story this week. Rick Dyer, a well-known Sasquatch hoaxer based out of Texas, told his fans that he was taking a three-month hiatus from his nationwide dead Bigfoot tour after he failed to bring in anywhere near the $200,000 he planned to make by posting up at Daytona's Bike Week festivities. So he had this big, big dead, big fake dead big, Bigfoot, and then he didn't make enough money, so he, um, he so he canceled his canceled fake tour? his fake tour. <laughs> he didn't make enough money at what? The yeah. Daytona's Bike Week. Was he putting the Bigfoot on a bike? No, he had it like set up, <laughs> and then he was very disappointed by the amount of money he made at Daytona. Well, I'll say this: if you're showing everybody the big fake Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Of course no one's going to pay for it. You're showing it for free. Yeah. You got to get it to do something. Yeah. Throw that sucker on a motocross. He's charging to get in. Oh, you wanted to do like a song and dance? No, put it on a motocross bike and send it down the road. Oh. That's your unsolicited advice, then? Send it up a ramp. I mean, I've... I've known a few hoaxers in my day, and the successful ones usually come up with a new angle on it. Mm. You can see a hundred Bigfoots on YouTube anytime you want. What's the difference? Why am I going to go all the way to a... Was it a bike? 
week. Daytona Bike Week. What is a bike week? It's a week where all the bikes come out and hang. Like motorcycles? Motorcycles, bikes, tricycles, whatever you feel, man. Mm -hmm. Um, Motorcyclists are actually known for being really cheap. So I don't, it was just a poor business plan. Yeah. All right. Well, so your unsolicited advice is don't do that again. Don't. Do not show your Bigfoot at a bike week. No, take it someplace with some money. Some sort of, like, Wall Street. or Oh, show your uh, Bigfoot at Wall Street. Or, like, some sort of fancy summer camp. Or Evil Knievel the Bigfoot. Oh, that's good. Evil Knievel the Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I'd Put pay, him on a bike. I'd pay to see that. Yeah, I would, too. This comes right after Dyer. His name, what was his name? Richard Dyer. Rick Dyer. He just released a BBC film called Shooting Bigfoot, which is also a big hoax as well. And the Bigfoot community was not too pleased with him. How pleased was BBC? Apparently pretty pleased because they paid for his documentary. Pretty pleased. Let me tell you something. Wouldn't it be considered a mockumentary? He passed it as a documentary. He had the BBC execs on board. They were like, well, <laughs> that, that looks real. <laughs> BBC, British are so stupid. They still think the Sasquatch is... They still think Blair Witch is real. <laughs> <laughs> they still think Blair Witch 2 is real. We just lost all of our British listeners. They, they, I don't know they, if they were there in the first place. Listen, Zach, <laughs> maybe you don't know, but we've, since we've been doing this for years and years, we we're have really pretty set, popular. really popular in Britain and Wales. The, you know what? I won't deny it. Mm-hmm. How could you? You haven't seen our analytics. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the so unsolicited advice for one Rick Dyer. Step up. I mean, just because you sold a documentary to the BBC doesn't mean you can put one over on a bunch of motorcyclists. True. True fact. Um, next news story. Next news story. Zane, do you have a news story? Um, in the LA Times this week, a woman named Dawn DeLuise, <laughs> no relation, who owns a celebrity skincare facility, became frustrated when another woman opened a similar celebrity skincare facility mm. on the same block mm. even though she maintained her star clients such as that woman from legally blonde um reese witherspoon mm-hmm. um one of the kennedys from mtv's bj Oh, not like Jacqueline Kennedy. Uh, no, not like Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> I don't know. Or Kennedy, like the girl with long hair. <laughs> the girl with long hair. <laughs> and Lisa Loeb mm-hmm. all frequented this establishment. All stars uh, from the nineties. And she was still making a lot of money, but she got so upset and angry that at the possibility of competition, which is the foundation of our great country. She put a hit out on the other woman who opened the skincare facility. Mm-hmm. Now, this was intercepted by local authorities, and she's on her way to jail. Cool. Wow. Now, you might think, what is supernatural about this? That just sounds like a normal everyday crime. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell something to this Don DeLuise. Mm-hmm. 
if you put a hit out on somebody for such a very weird and specific reason as stopping them from performing celebrity skincare, that they're going to come back as a ghost and haunt you. Oh. Okay. At minimum. That makes sense. So you're... 25 to ghost. Mm-hmm. Did. Mm-hmm. 13 going on ghosty. Yeah. 18 and ghost to go. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is... 17 uh, and ghost again. You should just maybe do a magical spell on them to make their business fail instead of killing them outright. Well, there was this feature film called Death Becomes Her. Mm-hmm. Seen it. And I think it's Meryl Streep is in it. I believe that's true. Correct. And I think she should just watch that movie and see the dangers. Mm. Oh. So you think she should not try to kill this person at all? Hmm. No. And I think it's killing people is a fast road to haunting. So maybe get some new celebrity clients. She should... Well, now she should get some new prison clients. Mm. But, you know, that may be a great startup in yeah. the prison. I'll, get, I'll throw come a back, couple, couple thou towards that. Come to Cell Block 8, get your skin cared for. Get, get it done. Skin. Look, it's I saw the words is new black, and I know that hair care is very important in prison. Martha Stewart got her hair done every day in prison. Every day? Yeah. I believe that she got her hair dead. Mm, that's true. That's true. In prison? In prison. Only, Only in prison. prison. Mm-hmm. And I, I talked to Jennifer Love Hewitt the other day, and she just got out. Uh-huh. And she, said, good, good friend she of the show. said that also. She said, I'm going to go get my hair did. And I was like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, that's prison speak. You wouldn't understand. Now, is she still talking to ghosts? Well, that's how we met, yeah. Because mm. you guys were talking to the same ghost? I always thought she whispered to ghosts. She did, oh, you're right. Yeah. That's correct. That's correct. Thank you for the clarification yeah. there. She was signing at the convention that I was attending. Uh, Sign languaging? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great news story. How about one more news story? One more story for the news. All right. This is a, this is a real scary one. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> All right, you give it and tell us whether or not it's scary on a scale of one to ten. Okay. Wait, one to ten, ten booze or ghosts? One to ten ghosts. All right. Can we get a ghost? Nope. No ghosts. No ghosts happening. Sometimes, sometimes they come, sometimes they don't. Uh, yeah. You can't command a I ghost. I thought I felt a presence, but I hmm, guess not. No, are you? <laughs> no problem. Okay, ready? Here's ready. the story. Go. If social me- media, social media, where Zach gets all of his news, is to be believed, there is a man dressed as a clown wandering around Staten Island oh, at yeah. night. There are photos and even a video. He was just kind of standing there waving like he is in this picture, said one person, and there is a picture of a ghost. I mean, not a ghost. Of a clown? A clown, and he looks like a clown. And he's wandering around Staten Wait, Island. Wait, he's a clown and he looks like a clown? Yeah. <laughs> and he also That's the scariest talks thing I've like ever a heard. <laughs> wow, so ten. ten out of ten ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's pretty scary. Yeah. yeah. Rarely now, do I ever hear of clowns that look like clowns, so <laughs> I'm terrified. Now, the story had a follow-up that said that they thought it might be a viral campaign for a movie. Which they were very disappointed about. 
but this was well, on the Observer. I feel like Staten Island is the worst place to go and try and be viral. <laughs> like a part of New York that no one considers a part of New York. That's a very good point there, Zach. But Shakes the Clown was really, really popular there. So maybe they're doing mm. another demographic. Mm. See, I think going to Chicago and doing it like a bozo thing. That's that's sure. what I'm making. But also, you'd probably get shot for doing anything in Chicago. That's <laughs> true. That's very true. true. Just like Mayor Daly did. Well, I think that's some good advice, Zach, to tell him, you know, if you want to go be a clown that looks like a clown somewhere, <laughs> maybe go to Manhattan. Yeah. Or Manhattan Beach. Manhattan Beach, very popular in Los Angeles. Very popular place for clowns. Scary clowns. Scary clowns. Okay, well, that's the end of the news stories. It's great. That was great. It is such so great. I liked all those stories. Oh, good. Well, now we have a new segment that I wanted to bring up, bring on the show to see if it is a hit. It's called Mom Questions. Mom Questions. So this last week, our mother listened to our podcast, since Zane and I are brother and sister. (coughs) And she said, she sent me a long email with all of her thoughts, her favorite moments, her least favorite moments, some suggestions of some catchphrases, and a couple of questions. Some, sometimes your moms are your harshest critic. Harshest cricket, critic, harshest cricket, and biggest supporter. <laughs> biggest bigot. I've met, I've met a few harsh crickets. Yeah, they're pretty. Jimmy. They're all like, chirp, chirp. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um... We do these episodes out of order. So um, the episode that she was talking about this week was episode two with Brooke Sagan. And her question was, what is a chupacabra and why, uh, why do we need linen? So just to remind listeners who maybe listen to these in order, and so it's been a couple of weeks since you heard that one, maybe you missed it. I would suggest you go back and listen to it ASAP. Which We're stands play. for as soon as possible. Yeah. We're going to play you a little segment from it. So they can sell it. So what do you do? Brooke, do you know how you kill a chupacabra? Would you like us to... Well, I think you have to chase one down. You, that's good. Yeah, but they're hard to catch. They are. And you need a linen bag. That is that's that, what I've heard. Mm-hmm. You need to catch it, put a linen bag over it. That is one of the number one ways. Yeah. So that's, the, ways. that's the point in the, the podcast she was talking about was mm. catching a chupacabra. With a linen bag, and she wanted to know, why is it linen? Why linen? Why is that the important bag to have for all of your chupacabra needs? Now, Zach just raised his hand. I know you can't see it because we don't do video. Zach, why do you need a linen bag? Well, famously, linen is a white man's uh, cloth. Mm -hmm. And the chupacabra from Mexico is afraid of the white man. Mm -hmm. No race reasons it's just uh, you know it's not used to seeing yeah, it yeah see them very often so <clears throat> linen um it knows to be scared of mm-hmm. and catching it in a linen bag just basically encases it in fear mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so well, um just like when you catch any mystical creature that it, uh, you want to scare it as fast as possible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and as you know the chupacabra's poop which you can only get when it's scared is pure gold yeah, that's, that is true. It's, You're making money when you catch a chupacabra. And, and you can only get it when it's scared because it poops when it's scared. That's right. And, just, and you, then you Which have a linen bag. Which is why it's called a poopacabra when it's scared. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you've been to Mexico. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knew we had 
two experts. Brooke Sagan told us that bit of advice, mm. and then Zach Perlman. Well, Brooke and I studied together. Oh, did you? Where? Mm-hmm. Uh, University of Phoenix, New Mexico. Oh, in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Where there's, it's a lot of, you have some chupacabras there. Oh, yeah. Plenty. They plenty, they plenty. come up from they're, Mexico. They're new to, chupacabras. Oh, the new chupacabras in New Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're like... The other ones are thousands of years old. These are probably only like... Like 12, 13. 12, 13. They're like little babies. They're little baby chupacabras. So their poops are real small and they don't get yeah. very much cold. I mean, you don't them. get much cold, but you do get cold. And they're also more used... <laughs> they're more used to linen. So you kind of... You, you usually have to use like a real nice satin to catch those Oh, they so. hate satin? Mm-hmm. They also hate paper bags. Because they're loud. Yeah, the sound just gives the shit out of them. Yeah, they think that it's thunder. I mean, the poop, poop shit or the gold shit out of them. The, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you answered that question. I know. I didn't know what to tell her. You're welcome, Mom. There you go. That's the segment. Mom questions. Okay, great. Zach, let's talk about you for a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, You... (coughs) I have a cough. (laughs) You um, are on a TV show right now. Uh, What's it called? It's called Mulaney. 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 It's John Mulaney. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when it will come out, but it will be on Fox. Great. And it's going to be great. It's really funny. I'm really proud of it. But He's, people probably know you better from right now, from the virginity hit. Possible. Probably Key and Peele. Key and Peele. Community. Maybe if you listen to Dragons Riders of Burke, I'm mm-hmm. a snot loud on that Cartoon Network show. It's pretty impressive. A lot of impressive things. But probably this podcast, yeah. most people know me from Pointless. Oh, I thought you were going to say most people know you from this podcast. From Mystic Party. Because we no, talk about honest, you every yeah. week. Mystic Party. You guys talk about me every week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We Just talk kidding. about I knew that. Mm-hmm. We talk about. And they can find you on playing uh, card games, which we'll get to in a second. That's you true. You play card games online and on Twitch. I do. And um, that's actually kind of the reason I'm here. We're not ready to get to that. So I'll so tell don't you about tell it me later. about that. I don't want to hear it. Because first, clock's not running yet. It's just haunting me. When our guests show up, we like to give them a little quiz. quiz. Okay, cool. It's a quiz. So it's time for a quiz, Zach Perlman. Uh-huh. I wish any time I had to do something, someone had a little bit of a theme song. For it's it. good. It's time to go to the bathroom. Time to take a poop. <laughs> <laughs> How many times is Zach going to mention poop on the show, I think? I don't know. Am I still alive? How Probably many? every five minutes. How many times? Here's the first quiz question. <laughs> How many times a day do you poop uh, that you would need a theme song? Oh. oh, it's probably two. Okay. And then how many times do you poop that you wouldn't need a theme song? <laughs> Oof, diarrhea. Yeah. Because I don't want, I don't want that, I don't want that, like, I don't want people, because I feel like a diarrhea theme song would be, like, really hardcore punk. Time to a shit! And then you're running? Are you running during I that? Mean, I think that's the name of the theme song, is running, running. running Down My Legs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Who's you, that? Know, you know, Ian Mackay is a big listener to this show. Yeah. I think he's going to... He's probably going to write that for you. Reunite gonna, Minor Threat. Minor Threat's going to get back oh, together. Dude, and then Minor Threat are, wrote me. Oh, my God. They're going to write you. It'd be so. like a dream. That's true. <laughs> but you have we to guys, We'll have you guys on together sometime and have him write you Yeah, you and Henry and Ian. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> okay, Zach. Star of many TV shows, many movies, many cartoons. I know you best because you have... Red hair. True. That, Truth. That is what the quiz is about. Redheads. Oh. Paranormal redheads. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready for your, your second quiz question? Because they already asked you one. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> she is a great witch. Um, number one. In the ancient Balkans, what was assumed about all redheads? Um, a. Wait. It's oh, a, sorry. It, <laughs> I actually know this. A. What is it? Uh, that they were. Um, um, wait, Balkans? Mm-hmm. Never mind. Not Vulcans. Oh, then never mind. A. A. They had fiery tempers. B. They were going to become va- vampires when they died if they weren't already vampires. Or C. They had great musical ability and would probably end up in an orphanage at some point. Tomorrow. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go B. B is correct. Yeah. It also. It was also thought to be true. <laughs> was that the cast of Annie? <laughs> <laughs> it was also thought maybe this was also true in ancient Greece, but I couldn't really find that information on the internet. Uh, but they thought that either <laughs> you were going to become a vampire when you died, mm-hmm. but you also may already be a vampire. Pretty cool. I want to point something out. Okay. They won't be able to see it. The Balkans. <laughs> the ancient Balkans. Yeah. Part of Greece. See, this is where yeah. your geography knowledge comes in. Finally. And you realize I never graduated high school. Yeah, well. Just kidding. Didn't. I have a degree. Oh. A degree in what? I have a master's degree in American Studies, true story, not a joke. That's pretty cool. Nope. It's pretty not useful. Zane has two master's degrees. I do have two master's degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Those ghosts just laugh at me all the time. Number two. At least two scientific studies that I could find on the internet said what about redheads? A. They can tolerate more pain. B. They were assholes. C. They like to start fast food chains named for their daughters or they were those daughters. I'm clearly talking about Wendy's. Um, well, I, I know the answer okay. is C, but I'm going to just go with A. <laughs> you were right. It is A. You were wrong what you thought it was. <laughs> Redheads apparently have a mutated MC1R gene, which also can explain why they often need more anesthesia, anesthesia during surgery. Is that true? Do you I mean, need more anesthesia during... need more drugs to get fucked up. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. High tolerance to I... drugs and pain. Um, yeah, I did know that. I did know about the pain. I think it's burning pain, not searing pain. Is that true? Mm-hmm. But, I think it's like a burn. Because the, the red of the fire... Exactly. Mm. It's also like we can, we just like, we can't tolerate the sun very well, but mm. I'll get sunburnt and not even notice it. Mm. And then when I'm sunburnt, um, everyone notices it. Yeah, because you're real pale. Yeah. Question number three. Uh, the Florida Everglades is home to what? False. Redheaded paranormal creature. Oh. A. The skunk ape. B. The fire crock. 
C, divorcees. Oh. Can you tell my boyfriend help me with this quiz? <laughs> Firecrock is pretty funny. Firecrock is pretty funny. Um, I mean, I've never heard of Skunk Ape, but it sounds funny. Sorry, so I'm going to go with divorcees. <laughs> it's like you almost had a perfect run, but you were wrong. It's, it's a skunk, skunk Ape. Yeah, I know. Is this, no, you, did, you said divorcees. Well, because it's funnier. Well. I wanted this, to give it to Kevin. This, is, this isn't a funny quiz. Oh, sorry. This is a serious quiz. You could have had a high school diploma out of this. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what we give away. This is a GED quiz? Yeah. <laughs> that's, you never... What are redheads? What are redheads known, known for, for? Dropping out of school. <laughs> yeah. well, that's that's a fact. Yeah, um, Skunk Ape. You want to hear a bit about him? Seven feet tall, covered in red hair. He got his name because he smells like garbage. He's not aggressive, and he only eats fish, animals, and local vegetation. That's why he stinks. Because he, he eats, only eats fish. That just sounds animals. like a tall guy. Tall guys with red hair. <laughs> Covered in red hair. Just like a tall Scotsman. Yeah. That, that moved to the Florida Everglades. But he stinks like around. garbage? Are you saying something about oh, Scottish people? No, some. I am saying something about people covered in hair. They smell like You either garbage. have to use an entire bottle of shampoo to wash yourself, <laughs> or you just smell like garbage. <laughs> and who can afford that? No, that's expensive. Certainly not a guy who eats local vegetation. <laughs> <laughs> and fish animals. <laughs> <laughs> Skunk Ape is real mad at you right now. Uh, not true. No. He's not an aggressive creature. We know. That's that. true. We just say that, but he would like come to you and say something like kind of passive aggressive, like hmm, yeah, he'd be like, "Heard you, you know, were you were you were not having a good, heard." I don't know. I, I heard you were uh, not good at sex. Mm-hmm. All of these are really I, good I heard, skunk ape that's very, very passive aggressive things mm-hmm. like, "Hey." Thanks for leaving the peanut butter on the table. Next time, maybe I'll just do the dishes without even asking you. Uh, That's what he's going to come and say to you. What happened last night? (laughs) He's like, does it smell like farts in here? Or is it just me? He's like... Oh, he's like a (coughs) self-deprecating stand-up comedian? (laughs) Yeah. He's Scottish, so he talks Uh, with a Scottish accent. Are those farts? Or is it just me? But he's actually just curious. I'm going to give him your number. Please. I would love to talk to him. I'm always up for a fellow redhead. Yeah, good. He's not allowed in any of the pools I've ever been to, though. (laughs) That you've ever been to before? (laughs) (laughs) And the ones I'm going to, he's pretty good. (laughs) You can go in those, but not in the ones you're (laughs) not allowed to go into the ones in the past. Hey, I'd like to invite you to my pool party this weekend, but I already swam in that pool before. (laughs) No fucking way. If you want to meet me at a future pool that hasn't been built yet. Because mm-hmm. uh, he can make this pool smell like garbage? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, just making sure. I, I just think why. he'd ruin all my memories of that pool. Oh, yeah. Because if true. I were to ever go back and it smelled like garbage, I'd be so sad. You'd be like, when did this? When did Kevin Pereira's pool become a, a super fun site? Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Do you think if you filled up one of those skating rink skate not skating rinks but like where like people a, go to skate like skate park yeah i think what people who like whose pools were converted into skate Skating. yeah it, we should try and take it half back pipes. and just run around and fill up their their, their half pipes yeah, yeah, exactly. with water yeah go, 
No, no, no. I it's think called it's a... called it. I think I'm probably the expert in skating here. I think that would be so funny if we tried to take back skate yeah. rinks or skate skate parks. But we I'm like show up with like, like floaty toys and stuff. Yeah, and we're yeah. like, I have like one of those around my middle. That Cannonball! Has, like, a, yeah, a little dinosaur one on it. And I stand with my hands on my hips and won't let the skaters in while you fill it up with the water hose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a water hose. So it like takes a really long time. Um... Oh, that's an underwater noise. It's scary. Must be time to move on. All right. That means it's time to move on. It is time to talk to the guest. What have we been doing? That was a quiz. That was a quiz. This is the part where you talk about your problems. He's dancing, everybody. I mean, how could you not dance? There's sounds of 8-bit. That's cool. Okay. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, thanks for hanging around. Yeah. I'm glad Um, to be here. Sorry about that GED. Yeah, it's a bummer, but... But it's okay. Tell us us what your problem that you're having today, to this, lately is. You have a big problem. Pretty big. Okay. So, I I play a lot of Magic the Gathering. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But recently I stopped and I started playing Hearthstone. Yeah, I played that too. uh, I've been getting really good at Hearthstone and then my friend was like... She's coming to this Magic the Gathering tournament. I was like, fine. And so I went, mm-hmm. and the first person I played, I was talking about how I'm just more interested in Hearthstone. I feel like there are more stakes. I can play it wherever I am. Like, mm-hmm. And he was just like, fine. You want stakes? I'll give you stakes. Then literally pulled out a piece of paper that said, my soul. And I was like, whoa. Oh. And he was like, do you have that? And I was like, of course. So I pulled out my paper that's in my soul. Right, that we all carry. Everybody carries. If you're in any sort of paranormal field, Mm. you're going to carry that. I'm sorry, did you say you pulled it out of your soul? You you just says my soul. No, the soul You pulled it out of your pocket. Oh, the soul of your shirt. Okay, great. Right, where Where we all keep it. Keep it. Okay. So I pulled mine out, and then he was like, like, because we can't bet it, Mm -hmm. whoever wins it, the other person just leaves and leaves their soul, and then you get it. And I was like, all right, cool. Okay. And I crushed him. I mean, like, I just took him to town. Mm. And so I got his soul, and then it started, like, becoming a thing where people were like, oh, this guy doesn't want to play Magic. Let's try and keep him in the game. He's so good. Because mm, they just, like, wanted you to keep playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ended up racking up, like, 26 Lost Souls. Oh, 26. Oh, 26. Yeah, 26 souls. Which is crazy because... paper with you, though. Yeah, and the thing is, is that you can't own the amount of souls uh, that you're going to turn in terms of age. So I'm turning 26 in May. Oh, yeah. I have 26 lost souls. Oh, oh yeah. Um, so I have to get rid of at least one. Like, you can own as many souls as your age. But you can't own as many souls as the age you're going to be right. when you turn that age. Everybody, everybody. Or you lose, A, all of your souls, mm-hmm. and B, all your shoes. And so I can't yeah. lose, A, all of my souls no. and my shoes. You have a great shoe collection. I mean, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, and, if, and it would be such a bummer. I hope our listeners at home, this is good knowledge for our listeners yeah, at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you are, like, hoarding souls at home... <laughs> Pay attention to Be Jax. wary, because yeah. the government has rules. But if you're real old, probably not a problem. Yeah. yeah. Tax incentives okay. on souls. Very yeah. forgiving for old people. And if you don't know this, the AARP, once you've joined them, no matter how many souls you have, mm-hmm. it doesn't apply to your age anymore. 
Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. But you have to join the AARP. The thing is that I'm a member of the AARP. Right. But I'm not past 65, so I'm not a senior citizen. Right. right. So my soul, my soul collection, I mean, it could be gone May 19th, my birthday. I'm yeah. really scared. Well, happy birthday so I, ahead of time. You. Happy birthday. I mean, um, you'll be able to tell me on my birthday. Okay. Well, hopefully. I mean, yeah. Who knows? Okay. So... You guys should know. Where we do know, we we do know because if you keep all those souls, you have twenty six souls. You're about to turn twenty six. You have uh-huh. your own soul also, uh-huh. which means it's included in the souls. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, great. Yeah. So, but if you turn twenty six mm-hmm. with all these souls, so I'm just trying to find, you know, what should I do with these souls? Yeah. And the thing is, like <clears throat> holding this many souls, you kind of feel a little bit of power, and you like sure. that. Mm-hmm. Um, having more than one soul is kind of the equivalent of putting the ring on from, from uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. So it feels real nice. Yeah. yeah Where are you yeah. keeping them? Souls of my shoes. Souls of your shoes. So your shoes are like really packed. Walking I mean like my, my shoe collection is just packed with souls. Oh, so they're not all on you right now. Right. No, no, no. You're not supposed to carry this many souls on you. No. I could get If you got pulled over too. I mean, oh my God. Forget it. You know, the sleazy cops. Yeah. Could be a big issue. The LAPD are just the worst when it comes to soul checks. Oh my god, they are. They they're always they just you know, they stop people randomly on the streets all the time. Yeah. I see it happen. They're definitely like, you know, picking up people who you would look like they may have soul, extra souls, but you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know about that at all. This is a problem. <clears throat> it sounds like quite the conundrum. Mm-hmm. I mean like a good place to be because who doesn't want a few extra souls around, you know, just in case. But, Certainly, but one of the age-old conundrums with winning a soul, um, you know, I've met with a few demons. Mm-hmm. I've met the big man himself, Satan, mm-hmm. and when, friend of the show. When you win souls, you there, there's not that much. You can't do a whole lot with mm-hmm. them. You know, they don't have a great exchange value, but except for the afterlife, and really the only soul that matters on that one. Is yours. Yeah, it's my own. Now, you could drop yours, I guess, if you thought someone else was more righteous than you. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, but these, not to give them a bad rap, but magic players, you know, they're spending most of their times indoors. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not... I'm heathens. Not like, they're heathens? Yeah. Well, they're not heathens. Sinners? They're just... Definitely evil? not sinners. Definitely not evil. Oh, okay. Um, they're just, you know, they play a card game just nerds. for most of their time. Yeah, they're just nerds. It it's kind of nerdy. It is an anti anti Christian card game. That is true. Mm-hmm. And so those are, I mean, that's great. Yeah, it's for, fun. I mean, in terms of owning souls, you want to own more anti Christian than Christian souls. Oh, for sure. Christian souls, the exchange rate on Christian souls are terrible. It's so bad right now. It's really I mean, bad. it's really yes. bad right now. Not worth holding on to. Souls those to you Bitcoin. can probably just unoppressed oppression is. Just the war soul exchange. Yeah, that is that is that is really true. You um, you, those you made us wanna, you know, just pit, pitch and ditch. Pitch and ditch. The thing is, somewhere. is that you know you can't just like leave a soul. No, that's true. You can't just leave a soul somewhere. It has you, to be one in a game. It has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have some sort of devil went down to Georgia kind of situation mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. Um, you can't just give one to somebody. No. Too crazy. No, it has to be in exchange or something. Yeah. And I was thinking about going to Soul <laughs> Vegas and then just trying to, you know, get them all off my hands. Oh, yeah. You know, gamble them away. But are you a good gambler? I, as good at gambling as you are? That's as, the problem. Uh, oh, you're good at all games. I went to Soul, I went to Soul Vegas. Mm. And I won, you know, 500 souls. 
Oh my. And I lost 500 souls. Oh, yeah. Wow, you broke even. And then I just left with 26. I was pretty pissed. Yeah. Well, because if I left with 500, I would have been great. Well, hey, well you get a free uh, well, yeah. um, buffet. Yeah, yeah, free buffet. And also, I wouldn't lose them all when mm. I turned 26. Yeah. So now we're just, it's just a problem. Well, we're, listen, there's a lot of rules when it comes to souls. You know what? We have um, quite a few callers who have. Some advice for you. So I, I would think we should Please. probably um, take one of those calls. Um, These lines are caller, are you are you there? Can we get a caller, please? Hi, um, I am Hi, from Los Angeles, oh. and I just called in because I heard that you needed help in terms of figuring out what to do if you had a bunch of souls, and I thought that. Um, I was watching the Harry Potter movie last night, and I think that there was, like, a lot of circle balls or something, so it'd be kind of cool if we had sort of, like, a Harry Potter-esque room with, like, a bunch of bunch of glass balls, and, like, each glass ball had a soul, and I don't know, maybe that glass ball could possibly tell your future, like, prophecy or something weird like that, so, yeah, thanks. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh thank you. Nice. Thanks for calling to the Mystic Party. Um, That's a good idea, using mm. them for aesthetics. Um, yeah. Instead of keeping them in your shoes, whatever excess you can keep. Mm-hmm. I think that's... And a soul in a glass ball looks so beautiful when you think... Is. Like, I mean, I love when people do, uh, you know, decorate their houses around Christmas time with souls and glass balls, and you can, like, see them in there. Trapped. <laughs> you can see them trapped, and they're screaming, mm. and, you know, they're kind of, like, misty-eyed, and it's just, like, so festive. So beautiful, you know. Martha Stewart loves it. She's she she uh, loves that and getting her hair done, which we know for a fact. Unfortunately, it doesn't really address the problem that you know our client here is facing. No. Um, Although, if you were having a decorate a, a home decor issue, yeah, that's what true. a great suggestion. I mean, listen, I am open to any suggestion. Mm-hmm. Maybe even the other thing was. Is, she watched a Harry Potter movie. Yeah, was not specific as to which one. <laughs> no, and I'll be honest, I don't remember that part of Harry Potter. I don't I've seen either. Them all. I think she's crazy. Oh, I think the person who called in was one of the people I won the souls from, <gasps> and she's trying to get her soul back. Oh, uh, because a great way to get a soul back is to trick the person who you've lost your soul mm-hmm. to. Yeah, trickery is one of the main forms of soul exchange. Yeah, and if she could convince you to get in that ball, we have no idea. How she break into my house, smash her ball, and get her soul back? Could be. Could be the plan. Well, she sounds like a fucking bitch. Yeah, real bitch. She Thanks for listening. Really horrible. Thanks for listening, well, bitch. Um, do we have more calls? Do, do we, does someone else want to chime in to see if we have any, what else we could do? Caller, you're on the air. Caller. By the way, there was a news clip that I read about two weeks ago mm-hmm. that yeah. spoke of a young boy in Maine. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the town was, but it was in Maine. I read that article. And mm-hmm. he came home one day and asked his mother about Magic the Gathering. Uh, and said that the teacher had decided to use Magic the Gathering, this card game, as a new and exciting way to teach mathematics in, in school, in math class. Is the devil's tool. And they even formed what was called a magic club, and that all the kids were part of this magic club. Well, the mother said, well, you're not going to become a part of that. You're not going to be in that. But one of the kids had given him one of the cards, oh. and that card he showed to his mother. 
And that card was called Necromancer. Oh. And on that card, it showed spiritual beings actually being risen up out of the ground, oh, out cool. of the grave. Yeah, uh -huh. And then he asked his mother, what does summon mean? And she said, why do you ask that? And she said, he told her, he said, because all the kids on recess go outside on the school grounds, pick up huge sticks, wave them in the air, and say, spirits, enter me. Oh. Spirits, right. enter me? Yeah. Right. True. Mm. Oh. He said it's true. Wait, he just said true at the end? And then he just hung up. True. Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. So, from what I understand, that guy's a pervert and wants me to give my souls to little kids so that they can enter them. I I'm not into that. Oh, I think he was speaking, maybe... You're, I mean, yes and, maybe, but I think also he was concerned about... Magic. Magic the Gathering and... he was. Th I think the idea was you could use magic to get rid of some of the, the game. Uh-huh. To get rid of a drop of soul. You just need to drop one soul per yeah. year. Um, so is Necromancer a good card? I mean, Necromancer... <laughs> That's an important question. I think it was Necromancy... Oh. And necromancy is a good card. Oh, correct. And does it have people rising up from the dead? I think the original printing of it does, but if I'm not mistaken, necromancy is black, 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 skip your draw step at the end of your turn, or pay one, pay one life, draw a card at the end of your turn, draw those cards, mm -hmm. and then discard to seven. Mm -hmm. What about if you played that against the, the cosmic horror? Well, I don't even know what that card is. Oh, okay. What if you play it against Goblin Battalion? Mm -hmm. Okay, so Goblin Battalion is a creature, mm -hmm. and Necromancy would have zero interaction with that creature. <laughs> so. I just made up Goblin Battalion. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an actual card. Um, wow. Well, Zane is an expert in Necromancy. Do you have something you want to say to that guy about... Um, I, th I, still, I still hold true to that guy being a pervert. Okay. I, Children I'm raising, sure he is. I'm, I mean, yeah. he Who's, sounded like Anyone a who calls into to our me, show, pretty much. To me, he was... It's, first, he was, telling a, he was telling a third-hand story. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not to be trusted. And then ended his story with true. So, perfect. Well, when I say something that I think is really important, I like to say true at the end. True. I like to say church. <laughs> you know who tells like uh, third-hand stories? Um, people who are recounting the plots of uh, pornographic films <laughs> on the internet. Give me an example. Like... I'm just... Are you saying it's because it was written, then it performed, and then he's retelling the story? Absolutely. Yeah, Wait, okay. what? I oh, understand. Wait. So, like, say you watched um, Rock and Roll in My Butthole 3. I'm glad you brought that up because Zach hasn't talked about poop in several minutes. Yeah. And then you're like, <laughs> I loved that movie. I had nothing to do with its creation, but I'm going to write a review that tells the whole story. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. To me, you're a greater pervert than the people who made the movie. Agreed. In the same way that this man is the third retelling of this uh, satanic card game, Magic the Gathering, and... Are you saying that if you write a review of a movie, so reviewers of, let's say, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie... They are worse than Michael Bay, who made the movie Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I don't want to say they're worse, mm -hmm. but they're... Um, They're doing something more phenomenal. Perverse. 
Mm. Yeah, it's, perver- it's perverting the uh, original material. Yeah. Okay. Even if the original material is bad, mm-hmm. you are doing yourself and the country a disservice by retelling that story. By retelling. So if you see something bad, you should just try to forget about it. Mm-hmm. And never I mean, speak of it ever again. Keep, keep in mind, Michael Bay is retelling a story that's been told many times. Well, that's so a good not, point. So that person who's retelling the story of Michael Bay's story, that's like a 15th hand story. That's a good that's point. 15th hand. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You realize how many times that story is past hands? It's past 15 hands. It's the dirtiest story of all time. <laughs> Ninja Turtles, dirtiest story. <laughs> That is what they say about of it. Of our generation. That is what they say about it. But what those movie guys do love been, pizza. What movie has been remade? More, like the, the most, most times? Yeah. The most times. Um, I think it's the Frankenstein movies. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because they were like... Can you believe that was called I, Frankenstein? <laughs> they remade. They're remaking that one. <laughs> And then the I Frankenstein. They were like, I guarantee you, some forty-five-year-old executive was like, "I, it's cool, it's like iPhones." Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> what it was. I think that's exactly. What Hashtag it was. Frankenstein. I think it's exactly. What you it guys is. don't think it was from. <laughs> but I think from that guy, the story I Vampire that was. Like, I think that guy just looks. No, a lot because like then they would have made I Vampire. Make it about him. You know, Wizards of the Coast had um, a novelization of the Ravenloft uh, game called I. Strahd or something like that. Really? Strahd? Strahd. They have novelizations, uh, and I've read a few of them. Of magic? Mm-hmm. They're are great. They yeah, they're really <laughs> they're good. Great. All of the people they get are like best-selling fantasy art authors. They're like uh, very okay. good authors. Like George R. R. Martin. <laughs> Who our dad looks Author like. of Magic the Gathering. Uh-huh. Um, this, is, this is best-known work. Oh, this for sure. I mean, when he I also did this, He also did this thing called... Oh, God damn it. What was it called? Smog. The Death of Smog. Song of... Mm. Song of Frogs and Fire? <laughs> song of Frogs and Fire. Song of one. Frogs and Fire. Yeah. When a, frogs song, and fire a, song, a Song of Frogs and Fire. When frogs are in fire, it sounds really, really horrible when frogs are in fire. Uh, it sounds kind of just like demons yelling. The fact that you know it sounds like yeah. makes me upset. It sounds like this. <laughs> Oh. Oh, what? Yeah. That's what it sounds like? Somebody, yeah. no, that's Jesus, not, that, that was, came out of your mouth. That was the scariest thing I've ever seen. That was char- as scary as a That was Charboil like. laughing. He's a, he's a demon. Yeah. Charboil? Yeah, Charboil, the demon who burns frogs. Does he live in you? Yeah. <laughs> in Bria. Well, I'm a psychic, but I also am a demon host. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, like, if, like, Do demons are in town and they're and like, I need some place to stay, I'm like, you can come on in. And like oh, they, you Airbnb your body. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when they come to town and they're like, hey, like, I'm Charbroil, I'm in town, I'm here to, like, you know, burn some frogs, maybe a few ducks, occasional cat. I'm like, cool. And then they're like, he's like, I don't have a place to stay. And I'm like, here. And I open my mouth really wide and then he goes way deep down into my soul. <laughs> Sounds something like that. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Anyway, we got a little twice. little off track, and my entire job here is to be a psychic and keep us on track. She's supposed to be doing that. She knew we were going to do that, though. Okay. Yeah, I knew that because, obviously, because I'm a psychic. But You don't have to explain yourself. No, I do. Every time. Okay. Zach? Sorry. I'm a psychic. I know what you're about to say, and just don't. I know what like, you're about to say, and you're just... It sounded even. like you said sidekick. <laughs> That is also true. Um, you know, we have one other caller on the air. 
Should we do another caller? Yeah. Yeah? One more caller who wanted to talk to you about your soul problem. Okay. Caller, are you on the air? Are you there? Indeed, they have witchcraft and stuff like that, which is a part of Satanism, too. Mm -hmm. I just took stuff from Dungeons & Dragons and Mm -hmm. used it as reality. I started liking the power, you know, to it that gave me as I was killing things, killing people, animals. The more I played Dungeons & Dragons and the more I got involved in Satanism, they both become just about the same to me. Mm -hmm. The more... I'm glad that he put background music in there so that would be, like... I mean, he should have turned his music down before he called. Well. He was killing people animals. People animals? Fish animals? God, man. What a jerk. Well, let me ask you a question, Zach. What is the connection between magic and Satanism? Magic the Gathering, the game. The connection is Christianity. Mm -hmm. Christianity uh, is the only bridge that makes Uh card games... Satanic. And like, if you built a bridge between card games and Satanism, it would you just be made of Christian, Christian bodies. Christian, well, Christian thought. Oh, Christian <laughs> thought. Ideals. And ideals. So uh, Bibles and like prayer books and hymnals. Oh, not even. Mm. It's more just the made up insanity that mm. Christians come up with to scare children, people mm. into believing. Well, know. why is that not a best selling card game? <laughs> Uh, crazy, crazy Christians. Oh, it's really similar to that game where you're like, uh, where it, uh, quick jump, it's a skunk. Oh no. Hungry, hungry hippos. That was this thing. Yeah. Quick jump. It's a skunk. That's a game. We that have is a good game. Kid. But hungry, hungry hippos is really was that similar like to crazy, crazy Christians. Um, no quick jump is a skunk was a game where something, a skunk went around and around a game board and you had a person you press jump when it came by. Oh, it was kind of like a novelization of skip it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got it. But crazy, crazy Christians would be like hippos. It's kind of like hippos, except for they're gobbling up children's minds. Oh, wow. This is getting political. I'm going (laughs) to trademark that game, and I'm going to make it soon. I mean, you'll you'll make hundreds of dollars at Urban Outfitters. (laughs) Hundreds? (laughs) Did you say hundreds? We have one more caller that was just dying to get on the air. Gosh, we have a lot of This guy's been calling like all day. Zach, you have such a popular... But there's one young man named Ricky Casso who never experienced that gratification. Calm down, sir. Ricky was a teenager who took a friend of his from school named Gary, forced him to say, I love Satan, as he gouged his eyes out with a knife and then stabbed <laughs> him to death. And then as Ricky waited trial in his own jail cell, he hung himself and committed suicide. That's not gratification, and yet that's what Satan hmm. is bringing to people hmm. who make a decision to serve him. Okay. Now, well, if, if you ever needed cement to solidify the last point, I yeah. think we got it. Yeah. I think if that story is true, I think what he's saying is you should sell one of those souls to Satan. Oh. Oh. I think that I think was, that was a jump, but I'm glad him. you made it. You guys know him. We do know Satan. We know him really well. He's, he's a friend been of the show. guest many times. Oh, he loves the show. Because like, he has a lot of weird paranormal problems and like... You know, it's really hard for Satan to find a good psychologist. Mm, you know I understand I mean? that. Because, like, a lot of them, you know, have Biases. things like morals. Yeah, yeah. or biases. You know, whatever. Like, they have... Um, bicycles. They, bicycles. They feel the... Yeah, which is a really big problem for Satan because he hates in transportation that's good for the environment. He mm-hmm. likes, like, you know, big, giant humpies and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because of their, like, morals and things, they don't... He has trouble finding someone to talk to. So he comes on the Mystic Party all the time. 
Cool. You should check out some of the episodes. Well, anybody else is looking for a psychologist. We'll run all kinds of, uh, you know, sociological studies upon Mm -hmm. your life. Yeah, we love it. If you're looking for a psychiatrist, yeah, go somewhere else. Yeah, no, we don't give drugs. Right. We just is. We just. You give advice. Yeah, we give advice. Do you guys have a Satan's number? Do we have what? Satan's number. Oh yeah. Just write it down. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you can guess what it is. Thanks. Six six six. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's it. Pound six six six. Pound six six. And then Satan answers himself usually. He's very oh, humble really? like that. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. He doesn't have a secretary. No, 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 no. Or a secretary, as he probably. And here's the thing that here's here's some advice I was gonna I was think I've been thinking about this entire time mm-hmm. is that I know you're really good at magic. Truth. And you're really good at Hearthstone. Church. And you're really, <laughs> and you're really good at a lot of other games. Yeah. But when you challenge Satan in a game. Mm-hmm. A, challenge him in one you're not so good at. Let's say volleyball. I'm pretty good at volleyball. Oh, um, what about beach volleyball? Oh, oh man, that's even better. Yeah. Oh, better than beach keep, volleyball. Keep me in the heat. Mm. What about quick jump with the pain. skunk? You didn't even know what that was. Didn't even know what it was. I'm probably oh, yeah. terrible at that game. So you call Ooh, him You up. know what game I'm really bad at? Tell me. Reading. Oh, reading? Yeah. Like, if anyone can make a game out of that, I'd lose. Reading contest? Oh, yeah, there we go. A reading contest or, like, you know, those, like, um, long-form questions on, like, the SATs? Oh, my God, SATs. Is that a, is that a game? Yeah. <laughs> SAT he, is a kind of game. He likes to do a ch- an SAT challenge every once in a while. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, you so the nice thing ahead. is you challenge with something you're not good at, mm-hmm. like SATs. Math. So SATs, you have math, you have reading, you have, you know, those things where you have to say, this word is, like, this word, and then this word is, like, blank. And then also, I was always so bad at that. Essays. You have to write an essay. I'm good at those, but I'm really bad at all the other stuff. Okay. Well. Wait. How how high are the points in the essay section? You can get up to five points. They actually just got rid of the essay question. Breaking news. Well, we'll oh, do- perfect. Okay. Well, then- well, that's great. Oh, that's good for. Okay. So I'll take the new SATs. Take the yeah, new SATs, cool. which they also made a little bit easier, but that's okay. Um, because reason number two, this would work. Satan cheats. Oh, he does? Yeah, yeah, he cheats on everything. Oh, he always is, no, he's listening. He's Sorry, always, I just got his always, voicemail. He's always cheating. <laughs> he's always cheating. He's always like, yeah, he's he's really like, you know, not not the, he, he's a poor sportsman. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's a poor sportsman, bad sportsmanship. Uh-huh. And he knows your weaknesses. He does. He knows you better Yours, than you know yourself. He already knew it was Big reading. Big butts? Reading. <laughs> <laughs> Your weaknesses. Reading and poop stories. Is reviews of uh, foreign pornographic films yeah. about yeah. big butts. Yeah. So he'll put a bunch of those around the room. I mean, I'll just get distracted. He'll win. So so you think I don't... He'll take someone else's soul. He'll just take us random soul that I have. Well, you got to bring him with you. So, I will. I will. So I I'll leave mine at home. Oh, that's yeah, a good idea. Good yeah, idea. because if, he's, if he cheats... And if he asks you to play more... Yeah, you got to know yeah, when to I'm, stop, Zach. Do you know when to stop? Well, I'll know that he if won't. I don't bring my own, I'll know when to stop is when I'm out of souls. Yeah. That's true. And then you'll be a man without a soul, so you better hurry up home. Just yeah, like Soul Vegas. He won big time there. I won big in Soul Vegas. And then he lost. And you know, it's funny. The only game there is war. <laughs> war the card game? No, no. You actually fight in wars. Oh. I've never been to Soul Vegas. I've always wanted to go. It's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty fun if you like killing people. Oh, I do. Do you know how I lost them all? Tell me. I gave them to a prostitute. Nah. Big collectors, those prostitutes. Yeah. Have a lot. I yeah. S- 
Do you know what she did for me for all those souls? Do I want to know? Yeah, of course. Okay. She caught me a chupacabra. (laughs) She caught you a chupacabra? That's so sweet. Oh, Soul Vegas is in New Mexico. Oh. I also went to my alma mater. University of Phoenix. You went to you went to University of Phoenix while you were at Sol Vegas, or mm-hmm. Sol Vegas is at University of Phoenix. University of uh, Phoenix is above Sol Vegas. Sol Vegas is below. It's University like down in the depths of hell a little bit. Kinda. It's like you know how they're like, what eleven circles, right? Yeah. It's like at the twelfth. Oh, okay. The twelfth is kind of like a lobby in Sol Vegas. Oh, okay. How's the lobby? It's all right. Yeah. They've got hot water. Okay. Do they have any? Um, <laughs> Hollywood memorabilia. Yeah, you know, anyone who goes and visits the 12th uh, circle, you get a picture with usually the like concierge wants to take the, takes the photo. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're all over the walls. Have you ever been to Cafe 101? Mm-hmm. You know how in the like lobby there? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Famous people and then sign checks. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but like blood fingerprints. Oh, oh that's great. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's really great. So that would mean that um, University of Phoenix is in the 13th. Circle of Hell, because it's like above it. 12th, yeah, 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 yeah. University of Phoenix is in twelfth. No, no, no. That's so Vegas, Vegas is in twelfth. Oh, University of Phoenix is in the thirteenth. Oh, right. Right, right, and then the stratosphere is in the fourteenth. Okay. Hemisphere is in the fifteenth. Yeah. I think I mixed that up. I don't. You mixed know. that up a little bit, but that's. Well, oh, maybe I, I didn't can, even maybe know what I this can, meant. Maybe I can challenge uh, the devil in what. What happens after ground? Science. You guys could challenge each other in science. Uh, science? Hell yeah. Oh, you're going to win that or lose that? No, I'll lose hell. He's trying hell to lose. Okay, great. Well, Zach, I feel like we solved your problem a little oh, bit. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you got the phone you know number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dialed hashtag. That's called a pound on a phone, not a uh, hashtag. So, well, I just tweeted it and it worked. Oh, I tweeted it and he answered? Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, he's getting—he's he, really he's keeping really, up. He likes to like you know be in touch with his minions. And yeah, things. I get it. Yeah, to me, if I were the devil, mm-hmm. you know what I would do all day? Sodomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. If I wasn't the devil, I'd still do that all yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I say, what's stopping you now? You do that instead of answer the phone. What's stopping me now is um, a willing participant. <laughs> <laughs> well. We'll call up that skunk ape, and I think <laughs> we'll have a two-solution, right. a two-state solution two for you. Two-state solution for you. There we go. That skunk ape, as long as he doesn't go in any of your old pools. There you go, Oh, those ladies love it. Um, ladies. Ladies love it. Well, Zach, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I feel wonderful. like we really solved your problem. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I'll never bet souls again. Invoices in the mail. Zach. Get my problem. Souls. (laughs) Sodomy. Thanks for listening to the Mystic Party. Thanks for listening to Fish People. Hey, baseball junkies, check out Duck Snort. A baseball podcast for people who can't get enough baseball. We talk with baseball fans and pros to bring you funny and thought-provoking conversations about America's pastime. Like whether Mike Trout or Madison Bumgarner will win a skills competition. Or if Bartolo Colon is a cyborg who will pitch until he's 100. So subscribe to Duck Snort in Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app. Or visit DuckSnortPodcast.com. Yes.
branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.